This is MMA Torch Editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Friday, April 30th, 2010. Um, we are entering a, our, uh, another dead weekend here after a very busy month of April before we get into uh, uh, another packed month of May uh, in MMA action. We've got three more major, major events coming uh, with two UFC pay-per-views along with uh, Strike Force's return to Showtime on May 15th. But um, Bellator uh, finished up the quarterfinals of their middleweight tournament all-in-one uh, event last night. Another enjoyable night of fights, and uh, the semifinals are now set for Bellator 20 on May 27th, which will be coming to San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the event saw Eric Shambari uh, defeat Luke Zakrich by... Uh, Arm triangle choke in uh, the the first fight of the night. Um, it was a very impressive uh, victory in the first round, uh, as he was in half guard with the choke and didn't even look to have it locked on completely. Um, it was very similar to uh, um, Rick Story's victory over Brian Foster uh, and in, in the UFC, and, and Shambari just basically used his. Um, Strength to, to lock on that choke, so very impressive from him. Um, he will be he will get his rematch uh, against the only fighter to ever beat him, Brian Baker. Uh, Baker beat him in at the end of 2007 in the WEC by split decision. Uh, Baker beat Sean Loeffler in uh, fairly quick fashion last night, beating uh, beating him in the first round by TKO um, two and a half minutes in. Uh, the, the other semifinal fight will be Alexander Slomenko taking on Jared Hess. Hess pulled off a nice uh, second-round submission victory. Uh, he had a game over Ryan McGivern. And uh, uh, Slomenko pulled a decision against Matt Major in uh, an entertaining fight, definitely. Um, Slomenko used a, a series of spinning back kicks and spinning back fists. Um, it's kind of a dizzying display, uh, as uh, Jason Shielke put it. Um, he was there live and covering the event for us last night in Kansas City, and uh, it was definitely a dizzying display, but an impressive one nonetheless. So that is yep. the uh, uh, setup for uh, the the semifinals for Bellator. Um, their third season is going to feature a uh, bantamweight tournament now, uh, of which will uh, and one of the the members has now um, been announced as uh, Danny Timms will be. Uh, part of that 135-pound tournament in Season 3. Um, so that's the, the Bellator news for the day. Uh, UFC news, the Tiago Elves-John Fitch rematch is once again being pushed back. Uh, it was rescheduled for UFC 115 after uh, Elves underwent brain surgery due to uh, a failed CT scan um, before they were supposed to fight at UFC 111 in March. Um, so, so with the fight getting pushed back once again, it's uh, now going to be moved to 117 in August, as Dana White says that uh, he wants to make sure Alice is 1,000% healthy uh, following that surgery. So, uh, if it actually takes place, it will be it, it, it's going to boost the 117 card that's headlined by Anderson Silva and Chael Sonnen, because a lot of people are not going to be tuning in for Anderson Silva's next title defense. Uh, after um, sitting through UFC 112 and the performance he put on there. There's a lot of people that just uh, are, are not going to want to plop down the money for another one of his title fights, but uh, 
they got a big boost by moving this card, this fight to that card. If it stays on this card, uh, it really does hurt the UFC 115 card, though. The the Vancouver event headlined by Chuck Liddell and Rich Franklin, it, you know, it's got some very solid fights and and uh, definitely some entertaining fighters on it. But it's of the upcoming pay per views um, with 113 and 114 each having very strong. Uh, cards top to bottom on the main card with uh, good main events, and then 116 featuring Brock Lesnar and Shane Carwin. 115's just kind of stuck in the middle, and uh, it's definitely going to be the lowest of those four. Um, I- I'd expect 117 to bounce back uh, up a little bit higher than the uh, 115 event, but again, with Anderson Silva's title defense, I'm, it's hard to gauge how much interest they're going to have in that. Um, Another card in August, the UFC on Versus 2 event coming on August 1st in Utah uh, will feature a native son of Utah as Demarcus Johnson will be taking on Matt Riddle. Um, the, the Ultimate Fighter uh, alums have agreed to uh, face off on the event. I know Demarcus was wanting to get a fight here um, in Utah because the UFC is going there, and, and he trains out of Salt Lake City, or just outside of Salt Lake City, in Jeremy Horn's uh, elite performance gym. So um, good for him to get on this card. They'll ha- definitely have a hometown sell with it. Uh, it's it's an interesting fight. I, I, I think Johnson's got a lot more experience than Riddle, and, and it after his two come-from-behind victories, it may seem a bit like a step down, because um, all of Riddle's fights have come in the UFC, and he's coming off... Uh, a DQ win due to an upkick uh, after losing to the guy that DeMarcus beat in the semifinals of the uh, Tough Nine tournament in Nika Sipchak. So it's it's a bit of a step backward, but at the same time, Riddle's a tough opponent and uh, um, will be a solid challenge for uh, Johnson as he'll look to, to go for his third straight bonus after losing in the finals of the Ultimate Fighter Nine tournament. Um, what else do we have? Oh, uh, also news for UFC 116, Alessio Sakara has uh, withdrawn from his uh, rumor bout with Nate Marquardt. Uh, his his father has died, and he has pulled himself out of the fight, so um, it, it, an unfortunate turn for him, and uh, it, it makes sense because having it happen right in the middle of training camp, um, I mean, this, this sport is seriously a, a, a mental sport and one that you have to be... Um, as as prepared physically as you are mentally for a fight, and with something a death like that happening, it, it can only be detrimental to your training and to being prepared for uh, um, for the event. So uh, it, it's unfortunate, but um, it, it's I mean it, it is what it is, and hopefully he'll make a return uh, later this year. He, he's on his first three fight win streak in the UFC. He's um, been looking very good in each of the successive fights after a very up-and-down career, uh, and this would have been one of his biggest fights to date. So, um, unfortunate for him, but he'll recover and he'll be back um, stronger later, and, and it's it's smart not to take this fight because uh, it would have been uh, his most difficult challenge to date, and uh, going in less than 100% mentally is not a smart move against Nate Marquardt. Uh, no word on whether Marquardt will stay on this 116 card and if they'll find another opponent for him, but uh, I hope they do because he would be a very welcome addition to this card uh, and, and a very entertaining fighter to watch on uh, 
the 116 card that uh, will be headlined by Brock Lesnar and Shane Carwin. So um, that's what we've got for today. We've got uh, some more um, uh, exclusive stuff on the site with a, a, a new roundtable, as well as uh, an article from uh, Steve Sutcliffe today about uh, um, the MMA sports cards that are hitting the market now uh, and, and going back to his geek hobbies of youth. So, uh, very entertaining read there as well. So, uh, that's all I've got for today. Thanks once again for listening. This is Jamie Panic signing off.